Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to uh, Romy Max Two Cents, where we talk about any and everything, and we give our two cents. Um, Day show, we're going to cover um, the Philando uh, Castile situation, the the acquittal of the officer that uh, that killed, um, you know, uh, Philando Castile and Cold Blood. And um, what else we want to talk about? Um, Kaepernick's still not on the team, and um, the a little bit on the Cosby mistrial. And also, like, what the hell is happening in London? You know what I mean? Like, why are they just constantly under attack? And uh, I want to also touch on uh, Keyshawn Johnson, um, you know, the ex-wide wide receiver um, for the NFL, um, taking his son off the team for being busted with weed in college. So, I mean, I, I think that's a pretty good uh, parenting um, maneuver that he did. But we'll discuss more into that. Um, title of the show, the, today's show is called Rights Are Not Pie. Now, um, some of you may be wondering what the hell that even means, but uh, it was an interesting analogy that uh, that I heard from a good friend of mine um, explained it to me. It's like equal rights does not mean lesser rights, you know. So it's like, um, you know, if 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 um, as far as like how things are in America where, you know, blacks don't have the same it doesn't appear to have the same rights as, um, you know, as as whites. Um, at times, so it's like, but if you give you know the same the same rights to to black people, it's not gonna take any. It doesn't take any rights away from white people. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's not like a pie in the sense where you know you give somebody a piece of pie, you know that you have less of what you had before. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I want to introduce uh, my man back to the show, uh, D Snacks. Man, what's happening, bro? Hey, what's going on? Ain't shit, man. You know, got the situation. You know that we heard. You know, the most most recently about this uh, Philando Castillo. I hope I'm pronouncing the man's name right. But um, yeah, bro, it's uh, it's a it's a it's a trip. It's a trip, man. You know, this whole scenario. You know, we talked about it uh, yesterday through text. You know, as far as how we uh, feel on the situation, bro. But like, you know, we got video. Um, now, you know what I'm saying? Dash cam and and everything. And somehow this police officer still comes out, you know, acquitted of, uh, of all charges. And, um, it's just another, another brother gone, you know, and it's, uh, it's, it's definitely discouraging, you know, being, uh, being a black male in America, you know, as far as like the way we're being treated and, uh, slaughtered at the hands of law enforcement who are there to, uh, protect us supposedly. You know, and make the right call and make the right decisions more so than we would would ever do, you know, as a just regular, just a regular citizen, man. But um, I really just want to touch on on that and just see, you know, um, get you to express your feelings on this whole whole scenario, man. Um, It's uh, like I said, it's frustrating, bro. But, um, yeah, what uh, what what are your thoughts, man, on Philando Castile um, situation in uh, Minnesota? Uh, man, I think it's uh, a shame. It's very sad that somebody could watch a video like that and somehow still believe that the cop 
was wasn't wrong. I, I mean, when I look at it, I can't even find a reason why he would shoot that man other than the fact that he was black. Mm-hmm. The guy was polite. The guy followed every everything he said. He was trying to let him know. I mean, you have to put yourself in that position. I, that guy didn't do anything wrong and did exactly what the officer said, and he still met that fate. Right. You're right. And I don't know what more you I mean, what else can I we can. do? You know? Exactly. Like, what, what, what else are we supposed to do now? You know, I told you I, mean. I had, I told you I had my license. I, I told you I got the license to carry. My little girl's in the back. My, you know, yeah. my girlfriend's right here next to me, man. And you, <laughs> and you just, I'm, I'm reaching for my license, and you right. fire off. You, you told felt me to threatened. Yeah. Yeah. You felt right. threatened. No, that was targeting, man. Right. You it, know, it, I have it, to. That is ba- it, right. Yeah, it goes, is targeting, and then. He doesn't even, the officer doesn't even care that the fact that there's a woman recording him. And to me, that also scares me too. Because now yeah, they're yeah. saying that, hell, we don't care who sees it. We'll blatantly do it. Man, yeah, that's his own he's, Yeah, he's being recorded and he has no care in the world. Yeah, man. To me, it was almost a like video. a guy who was trigger happy. He wanted to shoot a black guy. I saw, I saw a video of the, um, you know, of, of the girlfriend being handcuffed next to her four-year-old, man. Like, yeah. what the hell, bro? And all like, of this was stopped because of a broken tail tail light. Yeah, exactly, man. Like, you know, yeah. I don't even... That, uh, I, I've been fortunate enough, you know, when I've been pulled over here in the state of Florida, man, I've never had, you know, obviously any of these situations come up. I remember one time I got pulled over for driving too slow on the turnpike, and, I, you know, I pulled off to the side, and like the cop gets out and he has his gun drawn, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm just mm. like, I mean, you know, cause he's looking at my tents for one, but this is like in my old car that I had. I had a Kia Spectra, uh, Priscilla by the name, as it was her name. Uh, but you know, he's pulling up to, you know, he's, he's coming up like, you know, he's really, he got his gun, you know, drawn, like he doesn't know um, what's going to happen. I'm like, Lord, please don't let this dude shoot me, man. You know, so I told him, I let him know it was military. You know what the funny part is? I didn't have my license on me that day. I just got it in the mail. I think I just got my license done. You know, like you got to renew it or whatever. I just got my li- my Florida license done. And, um, I mean, he let me go. He let me go, man. Uh, but because of the military, he's like, you know, he had a real country accent. He's like, um, well, well, I appreciate you fighting for my family, but, uh, you know, uh, you, you're you're going to have to. Uh, we're going to have to put you in the system. But uh, you know, as far as like, uh, you know, me not having my license, I'm saying I'm fine with that, man. You know, he thought some. He thought I was like drunk driving or or high or some somehow impaired to where I was unable to drive the car. You know what I'm saying? But I was, yeah. I don't know what I was doing. I think I was just on the phone. I was on the phone with my girlfriend at the time. That was it, man. Um, so this is two thousand, yeah, two thousand eight, man. I, I was on the phone, yeah, you know, on the phone with my girl, and um. Just so happened, I see blue lights just pop up behind me. I'm like, oh, man, all right, let me pull over. And, you know, that's when that situation happened. But, you know, it definitely could have been worse, you know, uh, considering these situations that we hear about, you know, where guys don't even have their license so, or, or they're reaching for the license and then he fires off. This guy had his gun drawn, dude. 
like for real. Like <laughs> I was like, oh shit, you know, this man he's got his, he's got his gun out, you know. And these before these stories were even like so uh, so heavily being you know being being put on the news, and, you know, not to say that yeah. they weren't being done, but this is like you know, so you don't really have that that state of mind, that that sense of fear. You know, I mean, other than, you know, the stuff we've seen before were like Rodney King situation or, um, you know, but, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting, bro. It's interesting how those, how those things, uh, transpire, bro. Um, I guess there also was an acquittal for an officer in Wisconsin, man. I mean, I, have to, I really want to look that one up, you know, police acquittal for this, I guess an officer killed somebody in Wisconsin and he just got off as well. But I think this is a black. It was a black officer that did this. Not to say that we're, you know, it, it matters. I know about white cops shooting black cops. You know, I mean, white cops shooting black people as well as black cops shooting, you know, black people. Man, um, you know, police officer quit, quitted in Wisconsin. Let's see. Exactly. That was. We'll read on read on that subject, man. But other, other than that, man, how's the week going, bro? Uh, pretty good, man. Pretty good. Yeah. Okay. I got this uh, ex cop acquitted in Milwaukee shooting at sparks a spark protest. Yeah. Read read on this shit. Basically, juries found Dominique what the fuck is doing there? Hagen Brown, who was also black, justified when he shot a 23 year old, um, 23 year old Seville Smith after a brief foot chase following a traffic stop. Smith had a gun when he ran, but the case hinged on whether he was a threat when Hagen fired the shot that killed him. Body cam video shows Hagen Brown shooting Smith once in the arm as he appeared to be throwing a gun over a fence. The video showed second shot 1.69 seconds later hit Smith in the chest as he laid on the ground. So, you know, this is these are the things that are happening <laughs> in America. And somehow we're just supposed to supposed to deal with it, you know what I mean? Like I really don't know the next step, what to do in the sense. I mean, I've been pulled over in Virginia. I got pulled over in Emporia, and I was speeding. And you know how it is in Emporia. Anything over what that speed limit says is a ticket. Ain't no questions asked. Right. And um, I was hell. I was 13 over, bro. I was going 73 and a 60. So you know, it was like, man, you didn't even. It was like you didn't even slow down when you saw me. And so I was like, I didn't see you. <laughs> like I don't know what you're talking about, but I didn't see you. You know, I mean, he's like two more. Right. I could have got you for reckless driving. So I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Um, but you know, I got a ticket that day. It was like 150 or something like that. But I knew, like, from then on, I, you know, I ride with cruise control whenever I ride in Emporia. Cause, I mean, it, again, it could have been a situation where I could have been a CNN headline, and you know, just remain calm, cool with the cops, and everything went as uh. I want his plan, but um, I don't know, man. We got to come, uh, you know, collectively, you know, um, America's got to do something about this. You know what I'm saying? Um, I saw I saw this video, bro. Uh, I think I posted it on Facebook of this redneck, man. He was just talking about, you know, um, the he, like realizing the struggle that his people uh, being, you know, white people, um, what of the, how they how they treat blacks in America. You know what I'm saying, and um, yeah. So it's it's uh, it was very interesting, you know, the, the, like his his uh perception and you know the way he the the way he um 
I'm not going to say he understands what it's like to be black, but he, he definitely mentioned how, like, how prejudiced and, you know, like, how, how, how white, how some white people can be towards us and like you just have to you know not, not take tell, tell us basically not to ignore the racism that we that we see and actually do something about it uh, as far as talking to other white people so that was pretty that was pretty cool man you know to see you know right the videos like that and hopefully it goes viral and hopefully someone listens i don't know if it's a fear of it could be a fear of power you know like you feel like right. uh if we if we are to get the same rights as you that it's a, you know, it's a, it's a power struggle when really we just, we'll just be the same. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, you're in, you're in, you're, you know, you fear what you don't understand. So they can use that right. bullshit, you know, at any time for when, you know, at these traffic stops or anytime you pull over a black guy and you know, he just seemed like menacing or whatever. And that's why I had to shoot him. There's no gun. In, there's no gun anywhere. Oh, there was cocaine. Yeah. Powder. Just, yeah, you know, right. there's, there's, there's cocaine on him. Yeah sure, yeah, sure. He's just driving around with cocaine and stuff. That's that's exactly what he what he was doing. But I digress, man. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I wasn't sure if you had seen it, bro. But uh, if you wanted to touch on it, um, no, I haven't seen that one, man. Of course, I've seen the Castillo one because that was a big one. Hell, even when that one happened, I thought for sure this would be the first cop for sure that they would get you know, for being wrong and killing somebody. And, man, when he got off, I couldn't believe it. But I didn't, unfortunately, I didn't get to see the other one, man. And it's sad that it's becoming our norm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're, yeah, we're being, starting we're being to see this more often. Yeah, and, yeah. and being, it's becoming more acceptable. Think about it, man. This guy got off. Yeah. For legitimately shooting a black guy, and the only thing he had in, in his power was he had he was an officer of the law that's what he was he was an officer of the law and he displayed poor 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 judgment and putting the law in his hand and this guy's able to and this guy is able to get off because then they fired him as a cop i want to say they 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 the minnesota department fired him yeah that's how it but yet there's no charges Oh, man. Yeah, it's so funny because if you think about last year, around this time when it when the situation happened, excuse me, um, you know you had that situation pop. No, we had the the one situation with the uh, the guy in New and um, Louisiana with the with the CDs or whatever at the store, and they choked yeah. him out and they said he said gun 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 and then they fired you know they fired him you know what I mean Louisiana is a right. place where you can legally carry a gun though, just as much as right. Minnesota is a place where you can legally carry a gun. It's very interesting yeah. that the NRA was very quiet about this scenario, you know, for him being a legal gun owner. Isn't that what you um, fight for? Isn't exactly what exactly. you, um, you know, what you, you know, do all this protection for, but you're quiet as shit. It's very interesting. You know, um, Troy's that, um, I guess that comedian that, that does the daily show, Trevor, whatever, he, he, he had a very nice uh, monologue about, you know, the NRA and them being very quiet about this, about yeah. this scenario. And, you know, so we had those two incidents happened and then in dallas there was a shooting you know and they, they shot cops that guy the black guy right claimed i remember yeah and he shot cops and then all of a sudden it's like hey hey we need to come together and you know well why why do we need to come together when cops get shot we need to come right. we need to come together when we get shot you know what well I'm saying? Like, let's put it like that? That? Well, this, this is my thing when we yeah. innocently get shot man you right. know what i mean like bro that guy did nothing wrong and that's what bothers me the most. He did nothing yeah. wrong. He followed every instruction, man. 
and he yeah. still met a state that he did not deserve. Yeah. It's just it's rough, man. I mean, thank I mean, I don't mean any harm for anybody that's been affected by this, but thankfully nobody that we know have um I mean it's still I mean it affects one affects one of us, it affects all of us. But fortunately, right. you know, none of us have been in that position where it's directly affected us, you know, somebody within uh, you know, our family or somebody, you know, we went to school with dealing with some, you know, some cop shit like this, man, because this is just an this is unacceptable, you know, way way of life and then, you know, this whole thing again you know, whenever um, whenever a black guy or a brown person gets shot, you know, it's just another headline. But uh, a member right. of Congress gets shot at a baseball practice in the morning. And again, we, we need to come together and all this shit. And they're saying that the baseball game will still continue. We didn't even know about that fucking baseball game until the dude got <laughs> shot. What the fuck are you right. talking about? And then, you know, Trump, Trump is, he went to go see the guy in the hospital. Um, where are you speaking on these on these black people getting shot, man? Yeah. You know what I mean? What the police were just right. doing their job. Is that is that the story we're gonna go with? Police were just doing their job. Okay. Cool. You know, hopefully that works for somebody. But whatever, man. Um I I I I digress. I'll say that again. I, I digress, man. It's just very funny to me. I don't, you know, I, I know there's a lot of dog lovers out there, man. But like I saw recently that this guy, um, um, I, I believe I just I saw a story um, earlier this week where this guy shot a dog, and I think they gave him like, um, I think it gave him twenty some years for that. They uh, gave a guy, you know. So you, there's the dogs have more justice in in America than than blacks do. Blacks and Browns, so minorities, you know, te- technically. Right. That's just uh, I, I just find that very interesting, man. That's nothing against those that love dogs, you know, love your love your animal, all all of that shit. But why is it that a dog has more uh, more rights than than a human in America? You know, I, just, I mean, it's just something I want people to think about. You know, um, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, uh, that's 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 insane, man. Uh, what else we got going? Yo, what the hell is happening in London, man? Like London, like since roughly the end of May when they had the Manchester shooting, which isn't too far from London. Um, you know, um, they, yeah, they they they've been just they just been in the news, man, for a lot of like terrorist like activity. You know, so it's um, I don't know, I don't know what the, I don't know what the hell is happening, man. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't either. I don't know if it was like a premonition with the movie London Has Fallen. You know, Hollywood sometimes will do shit like that. You know, um, yeah. uh, almost like a fort- like foretelling what's going to happen in the uh, in the, in the future with that because it's some some wild wild stuff, and that's not you know that don't obviously don't hold on to what I say as far as that being the actual truth of you know them Hollywood making movies that are telling you know telling the future that's just my that's just my theory my conspiracy theory on that um yeah. but yeah yeah london just seems to be really um in the news lately i don't know if they're i wonder if their security is you know if, if, if their security is taking them a blow or something like that man because they definitely definitely could use some you know some help trying to trying to, trying to you know trying to get control of all of this um yeah i, thought, I agree you know, it's an it's an it's an it's incredible, man. And then anytime there's an incident that happens with the word terror, it's always ISIS that comes out and tries to claim shit, man. Like, <laughs> you know, it's not even funny that you know, people actually die, but damn, dude, like anything right. can happen in C on CNN. 
You know, there were three men, you know, three had three service members shot over in Iraq. ISIS claims it. You know, it's like, you know, there's a bombing at a at a mall in Africa. ISIS claims it. Just anything that comes, I'm like, well, how is it that they are they this that this damn powerful? Really? Right. Are they are they that much yeah. of a threat? Is my question. You know, I, I kinda think they're just putting everything on them. Yeah, exactly. I mean it adds, uh, to their, enemy it adds to their reputation. There. Yeah. Yeah, maybe right. they influence. exactly, yeah. I'll give them they'll and they'll add to the the influence of people's minds right, or something right. like that. But I don't think you're that you know, if we got all this intelligence and we're this powerful as a you know, as a nation and all this shit where we go and we go into all these countries and invade and then we take over and we don't leave, I I'm pretty sure that, that ISIS can be got. You know what I mean? And it's just a right. matter of time. But, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. I've definitely, you know, sent prayers out to, to, to London, man. To like, hopefully, you know, they can get a handle. They're in their intelligence. You know, the British, you know, the UK intelligence can get a handle on these things and try to prevent other stuff from happening, man. Because, like, they just had that issue with the Brussels thing the other day. Um, just, you know, it's just so much, so much happening, like, right, right there right now. It's like a big... Big, big headline for it, man. You know, and yeah. um, it's like we want to look out for for other folks, man. But we also, you know, roughly got to look. We got to look out for us too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it just makes you wonder yeah. how we can prepare for other countries. But you know, again, uh, we have situations where folks are being killed uh, by the, you know, by law enforcement. You know, the way that they are, and and I like and, and a lot of innocent, you know, a lot of innocent killings. You know what I'm saying? Like for in, for instance. Um, story out out here down in Miami, man, I guess this guy was a, a star, I mean, one of those star athletes, uh, he was supposed to be going to, uh, I think, uh, some school out in California for college, man, on a full ride, and he was, uh, a, I guess it was like a, um, what's that shit, Craigslist, either a Craigslist or a uh, face, Facebook, you know, meeting or something like for some kind of product, and, man, and he was, uh, and he was shot in the head, dude, like, it was wild, man. He was what? He was shot. I believe he was what shot in the head. He was shot in the head, man. Really? He's nineteen. Wow. Years, he's nineteen years old, bro. Yeah. Dang. You can read the story on WS. You know, was it? What is it down here? Channel Seven, WSBN. You know, you can Google that, and you know, anyone can. You know, anyone listening to the show can can read that, man. It's a sad story because you know this guy had a whole life ahead of him. Nineteen years old, just graduated. And um, you know, it's gonna have a full ride just to play football, and you know, it just, it's just, it's just sad how these, how these situations um, you know, occur um, so so frequently yeah. in, in our society. But uh, like I said, prayers for his family, prayers for um, for London. Um, speaking of football, I want to get into um, you know, this whole Keyshawn Johnson thing, bro. I was um, I was kind of I was I, I want to say was, that was like a proud parent reading that story um, about that. Uh, apparently, you know, Keyshawn Johnson's son, I forget his kid's name, but, uh, you know, he is, he was busted with uh, weed in his dorm room. And Keyshawn Johnson took him off the, he took him off the team, man, for six months, dude. Like, if he's, um, yeah, like he's all for his kid playing football. Yeah, he's all, he's, he's all for his kids playing football. But, um, you know, if they're not going to follow the rules, then they got to, you know, like, they're not above the law. You know, basically what that teaches, man. So that's that's uh that's pretty good, bro. You know, I mean, I mean, it's not like he's gonna have. It's not like he's hurting for, for um, you know, success anyway. Because I mean, his dad is Keyshawn Johnson. So I mean, deal. Take your six months. You deal with it. 
and uh, you get back out there. You know, I think you'll still, you should still, um, you'll have to just probably re-earn a spot on the team, and that'll that'll be what it is. But let me ask you, man. I mean, how, what is your what is your theory on that? Like, and say if that was your son, you know, and um, well, busted with that. Yeah, well, I mean, to me personally, you got to give Keyshawn Johnson a round of applause, man. It takes a lot to pull your son out of anything that you know that he loves. But as a father, you have to be the disciplinarian. You know what I mean? You have to keep your child in line because if you don't, we see what the law will do with them. You know what I mean? So we kind of, as a parent, you really, really, really want to keep your kid on a straight and narrow. So for me, it's nothing but respect and kudos to them. And like I said, it takes a lot of anybody to do that. So even in my thing, I would love to keep my kids in general away from drugs, period. And if they were to mess with them, there will be consequences. And in this case, I'm with his consequence. I'm with his consequence. And I'm not sure I wouldn't have done the same thing, man, because they got to learn, man. This is a great age to make sure they understand it. Right. Let them know, man. I mean, again, man. There's gonna always be rules, man. Rules, laws, mm-hmm. always from 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 day one to the day you leave this world. You are not above the law. You are not above exactly. the law. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's something that just has to be, you know, it's the, like it's set. It has to set in your mind as an athlete. You know, I mean, I I mean, granted, we grew up in a town that roughly looked out for its athletes too, and it didn't necessarily prepare them for life. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, they just, oh, yeah. and they were treated, you know, like players would just come to school only during basketball season. And then after basketball season, you no longer see them around school. Like, I don't know. I don't understand this type of yeah. shit. Like, what are you, are you trying to get them out of the city? Or are you trying to get, you know, I don't know, whatever. Like, I don't know what happens for the school if we win, um, you know, nationals or anything like that. I don't know what type of, you know, income that may bring or what, whatever benefit that is. You know, it, I don't, I don't, I just don't feel like it helps. The, you know, like the kids out, you know, by allowing them to just say, hey, all I got to do is play sports and I don't have to learn how to read, you know, because, you know, yeah. they get to a point as let's just say they do make it through high school, then they go to college and they have that same mindset. And then, you know, the coach in college and maybe he lets them through with the same thing. And then they go to the pros and then they have to do interviews and they sound like Floyd Mayweather when they do, you know, interviews and shit like that. Nothing against nothing against money Mayweather. Um, much respect for right. his hustle and all that shit, but he ain't the best talker in the world. Neither is Beyonce and and Beehive. Y'all can come for me all you want, but you listen to Beyonce right. talk, it ain't. It's, it's not the greatest, <laughs> you know. It's not not the greatest, <laughs> but um, it it is what it is, you know. Um, um, yeah, it, I I really like that parenting um, tactic that he did, bro. I think it's gonna have lasting effect on his son and the way that he carries himself going forward. Cause I bet he was like shocked as shit when it happened. Like, damn, Bobby really took me off the team. Man, yeah. Like just like, you don't believe it. Like, are you serious, man? You really going to take me off the team for this shit? But, yeah, um, exactly. yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know what, I wouldn't know what to do, man. Uh, you know, in that, in that scenario, I mean, I remember ninth grade, I got yanked from my AAU team because of my grades. So, I mean, I, I totally, I totally get it. You know, um, I was just in a bad, I was in a bad headspace. Was not focused on school right. what whatsoever. I was more so worried about chasing around my little girlfriend at the time. Man, girl crazy like a motherfucker. Like that's that was uh, right. that was my high school 
my I, I don't want to say my ninth grade uh, mindset, but you know it is it is what it is, bro. Um, what what else do we have? Kaepernick still don't have a job, bro. You know, and right. um, and you know what? I know what that boils down to. I had a conversation with a friend earlier about it. It's like you know, what team owner is willing to take on that type of responsibility to the press? You know what I'm saying? And that's that's really what it means. You know, like you're asking what the risk is. Is the risk greater than you know? Is the talent? Uh, yeah, I would say the risk of signing this guy greater than you know um, his. Uh, I, what I'm trying to say, like, is is his, ta- is his talent greater than the risk? You know what I'm saying? Like, is it worth? Please say. I mean, you. I mean, we've both been watching the Kaepernick play the last few years, man, and it's it has it's definitely been lackluster. So, um, but with that being said, there's also backup other backup quarterbacks who are, um, you know, the, who are definitely not better than Kaepernick getting deals. So, I mean, it just makes you, you know, the counters the argument. Um, with that, but uh, what, 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 what do you what do you foresee happening, man? I, I, I honestly don't know if he's going to be getting signed to a team any anytime soon. But what about you, Snacks? Man, uh, you know, I've played with this conversation very many times, and just like you, I've talked to different people, and you hear different responses. But I hate the fact that the last thing this man is known for. When you t- when other people talk about him is kneeling, but like I always tell people, let's express why he did what he did. Like he was trying to shed light on the same thing we're talking about right now. Right. You know what I mean? Cop killing blacks, man. Like it's it just it, to me, it bothers me more that we continue to talk about a man who kneeled and not talk about why he did it when the reason he did it is still going on to this very moment. We're watching people get acquitted of guys that are not demonstrating the law correctly. And that's what bothers me more than anything. Like, we we continue to tell people that they have freedom of speech, but yet when they do it and it doesn't fit the way you feel it should be, then it's a bad thing. Listen, listen. Yeah, and that's what bothers me more than anything. Here we are talking about a man who who really took a very, very positive stance, man, for something he yeah. felt. He was trying to put attention to it, and because he did it this way, now he's a bad guy, terrible. So, and in hell, so man, we were just talking about how great of a quarterback this guy was. In 2012, and now, yeah. In 2012, right, he was exactly. great. You know? but yeah, he was great. So he was a, now he was he's a hybrid player. He's, you know, because exactly. you know, uh, for our listeners that aren't really sports fans, they understand he's a hybrid player. It's like he brought something new. Well, I wouldn't say new to the game because you know, we've had Randall Cunningham, Michael Vicks, and all that stuff. Yeah. But his talent was like it, w- it was hard to stra- and like to strategize against each game. So he was able to you know shine on that for that given moment. But you give you know um, give a football staff about a year, you know that man, you coach and stuff like that. Yeah. So you give a you give a football yeah. staff a year, you know, to um to, to see how things uh to see, to see how this guy plays, you're gonna find a way to stop it. Like look at the Wildcat offense. You know what I'm saying? The Wildcat offense yeah. at Miami pool, oh, yeah. man. This shit was great yeah. for that year. 
you know, yeah. and then after that, you know, <laughs> you know, they stopped, I, you know, they stopped, you know, everyone stopped using that shit and it was, um, you know, they're like as much, you know, I won't say it's not being used, but, you know, so yeah. Kaepernick had, he had his shine basically from like 2011 and 2000 to 2012 with Jim Harbaugh as his coach, because Kaepernick, I mean, because Harbaugh knew how to work with him, but now you have right. him in a position where, you know, he's definitely, I'm pretty sure he doesn't have that great of a, uh, uh, relationship with the current coach. I mean, well, we got a new coach now, or whatever. Uh, but before before Shanahan got there, um, having an issue with the you know the, the the current you know the current coach, and you're not um, implementing your uh, your your skill level as you probably should have, as you did in the, you know the 2011 2012 season. So now you're in a position where it looks like you're doing this for attention. And then you do the stance, and obviously you got your found, you know, you got your foundations and stuff that you do. But then you come out most recently and saying that you're going to not protest anymore. But not, but you you said you would stop protesting when you saw a change in America. I don't see change. Right. So you know, so right. now I don't either. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it looks like oh, okay, now I'm just going to get a job or whatever and shit like that. So it's. Yeah, right, you know, it, does, it, yeah. it it takes it takes strength away from you know your stance with it, and yeah. um now so I'll ask you, bro, like you think if let's just say LeBron James that he's still in the in his prime in his prime, you know what I mean? If LeBron James right. decided to um to be like you know what I'm gonna take a stand and I'm gonna kneel or whatever, like while I'm gonna sit down during the national anthem when they play it in uh then quick and was it Quick and Loans Arena? Do you feel yeah. like he would have the same backlash? I I think he would have the same criticism. Right. But would he be in jeopardy of losing his job? Absolutely not. Right, because he's a viable actor. Right, think, right, yeah. I think that, that when you when when you take let's just say the example of LeBron as an example, he is a big enough star. And he brings so much revenue to Cleveland. Remember, when he left yeah. Cleveland, 25% of their revenue dropped. The thing is, you hit, you hit it on the head. We need a star like that to right. take a stance because they won't be able to touch a star like that. Exactly. There's See, a, Kaepernick so left himself open. And Kaepernick asked to be released. See, Kaepernick did a lot of things that I totally don't agree with on the contract side of his business. Like, I wouldn't have gave these guys no deal. I wouldn't have told them that you can pay me less and I'll, you know, I'll be a free agent next year. I would have, I would have stayed, kept myself under contract with them guys for two years. See, right. Kaepernick did some of that stuff thinking, hey, I'll get out and I'll be signed. And this is really the way these people get back at you. Because remember now, if I'm not mistaken, all the owners in NFL majority are white. Of course. Right. So what 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 are you saying? Like I, I I'm not the first guy, and I hate to yell racist on everything, but man, when it when when it sound like a duck, it, it it walk like a duck. Hell, man, let's be honest, it probably is a duck. Yeah. So my theory is, you know, I, I try not to call those cars or bring those cars to to play, but man, if it's there, it's got to be said, you know. And uh, and that's that's what it's looking like on Capitol Hill. What I see. Is uh the it's just you know it's hiding right out in front of us. Basically, um, you can entertain us, you can slam dunk all you want, you could you can run as many, you can get as many rushing touchdowns, catch as many touchdowns as you want. But as soon as you start speaking out 
about uh, about unfair treatment for the like uh, you know minority groups in America, I gotta shut you down. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like it's uh, a yeah. modern day, you know, modern day slavery. I mean, granted, they get paid very well. Don't get me wrong, they get paid right. very well. But um, right. but that's a small percentage of African Americans. Exactly. That's not and even one percent of African Americans. You're not in the NFL for yep. a very long time unless you're like a Tom Brady. You know, it's it's. I mean, that's golden boy status where you luck into getting an offensive line that keeps you from getting hurt. But most people that go right. to the NFL, man, they're not there. They're, they're like, where the hell is Willie Parker? You know, you're doing a season. Last time you heard Willie Parker name, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's exactly. Like, yeah. Career exactly. is so short. Like, Coach um, Coach Herm Edwards always talks about that, man. Like. You know, um, football. You know, football runs. You know, very fast, man. So you got to think long term. Like after that, what you know, what you're gonna do um, with your life, man. And it's um, yeah, dude. It's uh, it's a it. And they're not being trained. They're not being trained for life after football. You know. Oh and, um, yeah. And, and like, who's winning in that situation? You know what I'm saying? The owner's gonna have a job until yeah. he dies. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like what Rooney Rooney was Rooney was owner of the Steelers for the longest. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But well, yeah, guys, exactly. all these players that played for him played for a couple of years, and then a lot of them found themselves in what situations where they might even been broke in poverty again. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean? So and yeah, it's like well, what what's you know what what are we doing here? Do we care about people or we care about money? You know? Yeah. Well, let me answer that for you. They care about money. The yeah. business comes before anybody else. Oh, yeah. Believe the Hell business yeah. comes before yeah. anybody else. And, like, yeah, they can say, oh, it's a, that's a, you know, a racism thing. No, it's business. The color green is all that matters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's exactly. all that matters. Not the law enforcement, black, black might matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, when they right. see black, you know, you pull them over, that matters. But, like, as far as, uh, you know, with the, dealing with the sport, the sport aspect of it, it's it seems as if there's um, you know it just seems like green is the only thing that matters to them, man. Um, before, before we get out of here, man, uh, you know um, Co- the Cosby the Cosby mistrial, bro. They, they the jury was deadlocked, and um, they basically ends up showing like finding uh, you know Bill Cosby not guilty, dude. So I really, uh, I I you know I don't. I'm not going to say I don't believe all of, all of them, you know what I'm saying? But I just find it very, right. very strange just to, again, to wait so, so long. And I get it. He's America's dad. And, you know, um, but you're, he's still a black, he's still a black guy though. He's still a good, still a black guy. And that's a, and that's a, and these are basically white women coming, you know, to, to say that this guy did this to him. So, you know, and this is like 1960s and, 70s when these when these uh incidents, some of these incidents were occurring and um right. that's not, I, I just I I don't mean to say that you know not to believe what a woman says because I don't want that to to be to be the uh the, the what is taken from this statement but more so I mean, that right. we know the society that we live in you know that you know if um if a white woman were to say something about you know a, a you know of this black celebrity or something like that more than likely they're gonna take the especially like rape. You know, we already, you know, you believe one when you say rape, but, you know, when you got that interracial thing, knowing that people that, that just like, you know, there's this level of ignorance where people just hate you for being black. And then when you mess with 
you know, um, you know, when you like when you do interracial things such as black and white, it definitely, you know, um, they, some of uh, some people um, levels of ignorance heighten. So you have this situation go go down, man. I just I just find it um, very troubling that they didn't come a lot sooner. You know what I'm saying? But for what I mean, we respect yeah. their reasons for for not doing so. But I guess they couldn't find anything um, on this, and here we are. You know. Um, no, no, but what, what, what's your take from from all this stuff, man, the, with the mistrial, bro? Man, my thing is, um, like you just said, uh, as far as them, it, it's taking so long. And and I, I don't want to play judge and, and jury because I don't know all the facts, but I'm with you. I'm not too sure all those women went through that. Right. I feel like once one starts coming out, it starts a chain reaction. Well, hell, right. I slept with him one time in 71. Yeah. Hell, I don't feel right either. Let's, you know what I mean? And I think yeah. that's always a bad thing. And I hate that such an icon has to go out on his last, you know, to go out this way. Because, I mean, I mean, no offense, but Bill Cosby, he's not in the greatest shape anymore. You know, no. he's not the, the guy we remember. He's not Dr. Huxtable. You know, he, he's a lot older. Like I said, man, you know, again, I don't know how much longer he's got, but he don't got much, and I hate the fact that at the end of his road, this is how he's going to end up going out. Instead of being, and don't get me wrong, if he committed a crime, I'm all, you know, you, you got to be punished. Man. We, we just talked about it, you know, there are consequences for doing the wrong things, and there's always been rules and laws, and I get that too. It just, like I said, being an African-American, Growing up watching this guy, knowing who this guy was and how much he helped mold the guys that we know today, like the Kevin Hart's and the Dave yeah. Chappelle, the people that, exactly. yeah, you know. One of the greatest right. storytellers so, of our time, man. Ex- exactly. So with all that said, man, you know, the creator of Fat Album, with all that said, man, it, it is a tough thing to have to watch and see him go through it. But like I always tell people, and I'm not too sure about this judicial system, but, you know, he did, like they said, because he's not acquitted yet. It was a mistrial, right? So he would go back through trial. Right. But, you know, man, it's. What the hell is he my, doing my, my, this tour for? He's going around talking to youth, telling them that you can, you can be charged with rape for just about anything. Like, what the fuck are you doing? doing yeah, and see, and that's, and that's right. And that's what I'm saying with. When stuff like this hits you, you know, this is where you turn to, man. This is what you end up doing. You know, and sometimes you do stuff because society tells you it's the best thing to do. It's kind of like when somebody um, says something about somebody and then they come up and make a public apology. Stop it, man. You meant what you said. The people in your, your right and your left ear are now telling you you need to make a public apology. Because the truth is, you meant what you said, you know. So to me, sometimes society kind of plays on how you been and what you do. No different than Kaepernick's situation. The society yeah. and these white guys all get together. These rich, for, for, uh, all of them are looking at it as, oh no, we shouldn't, we shouldn't give this guy a job. And all they're doing is following suit behind each other. That's really what they're doing, man. Yeah. Sticking together and trying to black blackball this guy from this league, and they're saying they're not. 
But you can't tell me no, that there's 30 teams in the NFL and there's two quarterback and there's two quarterbacks per team, and he's not one of the top 60 quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. Yo, Ab, welcome to the show. I don't mean to get off subject. No, you good. <laughs> Sorry, I had to work really, really late. I just got off. <laughs> no, no, it's it's all day. good, Will. Um, you know, I would touch on a few things before, before we um before we wrap up. What did you think about um the 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 Castillo uh the was Philando Castillo's uh, situation? Oh man, um, so I didn't want to watch the other video. I guess they had of the little girl comforting her mom. That's kind of yeah. um I don't, I don't know if I'm ready to watch that just yet. Yeah, she was yeah, handcuffed. But, uh, yeah. Yes, and um, but I did uh, watch the video from the police that I guess the dash cam, and so yeah, that that's crazy. I don't know whoever, man. I'm kind of it, it. It just takes me off that situation like this. People just get away with, and it's you know I hate it because you know everybody. This is why we don't trust the justice system. We don't trust the police. Because, hell, they're not being held accountable for the stuff that they're doing. Right. So it's, it's like, excuse my language, I'm going on right now, but what the fuck? You know, like, what's really good? You know, if people wonder why we are the way we are and people are, you know, just, it's so stupid. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, uh... it, it's sad. It's, you know, justice is not being served at all, period. And I'm not going to lie from this, and so I'll just tell you what experience. So, um, back when I deployed last year, I'm not going to lie, I freaking caught my eyes. Never have I ever gotten emotional of a deployment. But the only reason why I did it is because I was worried about my husband getting arrested and shot at. You know, it's like, damn, am I going to come home to somebody, you know, <laughs> to a funeral? And now people, as black people, that's what we got to think of every day. Is, is my brother one day driving around, he's going to get shot for riding for his wallet or something? You know, it's, it's crazy. And we should not have to, that's things that we should not even have to worry about, you know. Mm-hmm. And granted, yeah, on our way back home from me and my husband was driving, we got stopped in Dallas. And, man, I was scared shitless. I'm not going to lie. Because, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, you don't know. So everybody's panicking. The cops don't know. And let me tell you, we're a military, right? We are told that you don't shoot at anybody unless they shoot at your ass. So, in other words, even if somebody is reaching for their hands are going towards their guns, we cannot go and just start shooting at people. You know what I mean? They should be held to the same standards that we are when it comes to certain stuff like that. And I don't know. It's, it's just stupid. And my thing is, if you're worried about your life, then you don't need to be a cop because that comes with the territory. You know what I mean? Danger, it's a dangerous job. You knew that before you got it. So, while you're over here panicking and tripping out, thinking this guy's grabbed a gun, you don't need to be doing that job. You don't. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, um, damn. I wish I <laughs> I wish you could have called in, obviously, a little bit earlier. But uh, you know, we're pretty much. You, I'm glad you were able to, you know, to touch in on the key thing that, um, you know, that we wanted to focus on. Um, you know, snacks. Snacks was, um, you know, we, we've been talking about this whole, you know, the Kaepernick situation, um, and roughly how, you know, him standing up for or sitting down rather for these various situations that that have occurred in um in our society towards black and brown people and um 
you know, it was just a, it was a real, real good conversation about that, man. I want, really want to thank uh, Snacks for, you know, coming through and obviously Ebony for you calling in as well, um, giving your thoughts um, thoughts on that. But, uh, yeah, before we get out of here, obviously we want to do um, give our, uh, you know, contact uh, information. So, uh, Ebony, let them know where they can reach you. Chromebooker on Twitter. Right, right, right. And uh, Snacks, Snacks, let them know where they can find you, bro. Um, Facebook, Darius Jordan. Right. Okay. That's all I got. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, you can reach Romy Mac on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat at, at R-O-M-E-Y underscore M-A-K. But, uh, you know, we had a great, you know, great, great um, topics. You know, we touched on the day, a lot of a very touchy situation that, uh, you know, that's, that's been going on in our society for long, far too long. You know, it's just it's just entirely too much, as D.L. Hewley would say. You know, his, his slogan is too much, and it's, too, it's just too much to, for us to, to deal with. You know what I mean? It's like we're tired of hearing the cops were just doing their job. And it's that time somebody else outside of our community, um, you know, uh, speaks speak, speaks up about this. You know, because um, it's it's not gonna take it's not gonna take look like us to, to to stop this. It's gonna take people outside of our community and look like the ones that are doing it to stop it. But you gotta be willing to do that, though. You know, you gotta first within you and be like, yo, this shit is wrong. What you're doing to these these people. And um and ho- and hopefully that'll you know we'll get to a point with that. Until then we we'll be, re- we'll be ready. And then we'll just say that, you know what I mean. Um stay stay prepared and understand what we're dealing with. You know, know what what's on the I would say the 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 task before us. So you know anyway, man. This is Roman Mac. I got these snacks. I got the sugar boogie in the building. But um we're gonna sign up out of here and. Stay tuned for you know to the next episode and uh just appreciate you guys listening. Again, we out of here. Peace. Uh, Peace. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.